It's your boy. The one and only a switch. AKA the 80 time social distancing champion. AKA the mustached marauder. AKA the nightly Negro. Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights. Um, number 60 to be exact. We getting up there. Getting up there. Today's date is uh, June 18th, 2020. For those that may not know, Switches Sights podcast is a podcast based, or let me rephrase that. I don't know. I have to think about it so hard. (laughs) The gaming podcast. Solo gaming podcast based on all of that. And just that gaming pretty much for the most part. So, yeah. Um, actually not really a necessarily eventful week, but some interesting tidbits. Uh, came out at least, uh, at least specifically EA play. We'll definitely dive into that as well as, uh, the cyberpunk delay. I think that's essentially the news for this week. At least that caught my attention personally, but, um, yeah, uh, we still thriving. The world is, uh, still in this weird pandemic. And, you know, racism, of course, which is, you know, always been there. But now it's just been brought further to our attention. But you already know that. I don't even have to explain that. Hopefully I shouldn't in general. But but I digress. I digress. Um, Let's stop the dilly-dallying and get right into it. So, of course, EA Play... Uh, had their event uh, today, actually kind of went over my time when I normally would stream, but had to deal with some other stuff anyway. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just uh, watch that first before doing that, I guess, on top of not it not being much content in general anyway. So it kind of worked out regardless. So, um, yeah. So I guess, yeah, uh, since we have the time, <laughs> we'll go over, we'll fully divulge uh, into at least the, definitely the interesting stuff. But the first aspect, uh, well, I mean, of course, you know, EA stayed safe and, you know, made their statement about, you know, COVID-19 and of course, Black Lives Matter, which they should. And then uh, pretty much after that, they went into um, Apex Legends. I think they revealed a new, a new uh, hero. I forgot the terminology they use for Apex. I think it's hero. Apex. I want to say hero. Yeah, I think it's hero. But you know, the one they kind of teased with the reveal of the the one girl that dropped. Um, let's pull it up. Let's pull up the clip, Jim. Pull up the clip. It was, um, 
Maybe they didn't. Oh, you know what? No, I'm thinking that was somebody else. Well, look at me. Got egg all on my face. It was not. So basically they didn't announce any new heroes. You think that would, it would be a prime? I guess not because they recently announced the one girl. I forgot her name. Um, they released her maybe like a month or two ago. So I guess it kind of lines up. But either way, they uh, announced freaking crossplay as well as Steam and Switch support. There's just a lot to take in uh, for that. But I mean, considering how successful the game has been, at least steadily, probably maybe in no way in comparison to Fortnite, but still somewhat substantial, I, I would assume. But it was still uh, pretty amazing. I mean, the biggest thing for me personally is crossplay because uh, I was uh, ran a bit on Twitter about it slightly. About man, it just seems like almost all the games announced at this uh, EA Play straight up crossplay, uh, which is a beautiful thing, man. Just saying. It is so, so damn good to see um, at least new games coming out. At least some of the old games uh, getting cross-play now. You love to see it. You really do. You really, really do. Just saying. But, um, and yeah, Switch. I'm very curious to see how that's going to look. Because, boy, I mean, the clock is... Uh, I mean, well, especially... In comparison to the new generation of consoles that's going to come out by the end of this year, the Switch is going to look, starting to look real, real ancient, at least specifically for games that are multi-platform. Of course, you know, games that are more catered or made specifically for the Switch will look, obviously, since there's nothing to compare it to. But um, yeah, I, I would assume a lot of the developers have to do more more shortcuts and, uh, you know, yeah, really just that shortcuts and, you know, trickery deception here and there to get, get some stuff working and off the ground or like drastic compromises like, um, overwatch on, on the switch, but they had to make like drastic compromises, like, playing at a 30 FPS instead of 60 FPS and stuff like that. Uh, I I don't know if they got ranked yet. I think they did. I think they do currently, but yeah, just stuff like that. And then, you know, like the Witcher three with the just drastic, drastic changes, man. Drastic, but they managed to fit the whole game in there. So I mean, at the same time, they they found a way. So it's it's crazy, but yeah. Uh, and then I think they're doing some like limited time event. Uh, I guess based around treasure, specifically finding treasure and using weapons. I saw uh, Mirage uses this trophy grabs and hits people with it. I think that's at least the impression I got, but really good. Uh, I think this game definitely deserves it. Uh, have cross play in steam, um, which is fantastic. And that's I think another aspect that um, 
I'm curious if this maybe hints at the fact that maybe uh, Origin is maybe slowly um, on its way out, or it might be something like Rockstar. Yeah, it's probably going to be be somewhat the way of Rockstar, where they will have their they'll have their um, what am I thinking of? They'll still manage and you know sell their stuff through their separate store, but also still support their games and, you know, do what's needed throughout steam, which is great because man, just man, mandatorily having a dedicate a launcher for games. That's not <laughs> launchers that aren't steam is a, a pain in the ass. I mean, honestly, I just, it'd be great if everything was just all on steam, you know, Outside of the obvious stuff like console games and stuff like that, of course, but uh, just just considering the every the whole ecosystem that's around Steam compared to the other game fronts, like um, I guess I can't even really say GOG because they actually been doing some good stuff to try to try to bring all the game launchers together. But uh, Ubi Ubi Play Ubi Play, I think. Uh, Origin and uh, Rockstar. I guess those really only major ones I could think of. Yeah, it's probably probably the only ones I can really think of that come to mind. But you know, just saying. So, so there was that. Um, Star Wars Squadrons. That was pretty crazy, and especially as somebody who I don't really play. I'm not really like a ace combat or dog fighting spaceship fighting type guy, but uh at least from somebody outside looking in, that looked kind of cool. Like I was at I was at the point, I was at the verge. I'm like, yeah, I might want to try this out. Maybe give it a little try. But Star Wars Squadrons. I like the wordplay. I feel like they're trying to they're trying to get people that used to play uh Star Wars War uh Rogue squadron on a gamecube and maybe like oh oh this is a sequel sequel to sequel to uh star wars word squadron maybe i might be interested um so it was pretty cool overall i believe you can select like 50 customizations to your ships and then there's like various different ships there's i guess uh apparently trickery uh, and management you can do with your ship, like, uh, at least from what the guy was saying that you can like adjust your shields to make up for your behind in terms of getting shot from behind crazy stuff like that. Um, interesting stuff though. I have to say, I have to say, um, they did say that there's, uh, some established characters may be in it. Uh, as well as, you know, you can create your own character. At least that's what they showed in there as well. There also is going to be multiplayer, which is pretty cool. I mean, obviously, who would, <laughs> it wouldn't be like a Star Wars game to live out your ultimate nerd fan- fantasies of playing Star Wars without having a dogfight and being able to tell the person you killed, suck it what bitch you know wouldn't just be right so there you go there you go 
Um, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Joseph Ferris, man, the guy who just made him stuff like infamous. Uh, after, after the Game Awards, two years ago, I think. Um, was I was I at that one? Uh, I'm not sure if I was at that one. I may have been. Darn it, I forgot. But basically, Joseph Fair is the guy that was at the Game Awards, and he's like, ah, and, um, you know, yeah, that was pretty much it, really. <laughs> like, this is the best game ever, promoting his game at the time, which was a way out. Um, He... That man, they gave him the spotlight, actually, man. They like, <laughs> I'm surprised you would think like, you know, EA just, I guess knowing, knowing their company, they would try to hide him, <laughs> put him, uh, just hide the hell out of his ass after what he did at the game awards. But it was pretty cool that they straight up embraced him and like they straight up showed the same clip at the game awards and whatnot. And, you know, gave a little bit of his backstory <laughs> like they gave they did like a freaking mini documentary of him, which is uh, it's funny, man. It's funny, but I respect it. I do respect it. I mean, because you got to give credit to the dude. He just he's just um, arrogant and cocky, but at least it's not too. At least from what we've seen in the public to an annoying degree, but he seemed like what's, what's the best way to describe it? Like kind of like genuinely, genuinely honest. Yeah. Genuinely honest, genuinely honest and heartfelt and like coming from the heart. You know what I mean? Where it didn't seem to be like necessarily ill intended per se, but you know, yeah. What up, Mo? I don't know what that salam waka waka loom, uh, waka loom salamaka. There you go. There you go. I try. I try. Um, <laughs> So, oh, wow, I didn't even I missed The Sims 4 being on Steam as well. So that's pretty cool. I know they I think after the announcement or the show, they revealed a lot of other games being on Steam as well. Like um, what else? Titanfall 2 um, and probably I think a couple of older games like I think they said Death Space 3 and some others that don't come to my mind, but uh, I would assume Battlefield and stuff like that, which is very welcome because, you know, at least at the time I was one of those people. I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like downloading a whole nother launcher to play a specific game and then ultimately eventually just stop playing the game altogether. So um, good on EA for the very few times of, you know, actually embracing one of the most popular storefronts there is, which is, you know, Steam, obviously. Um, then there was Rocket Arena. Uh, I mean, 
didn't really speak to me, but apparently it's just a 3v3 shooter specifically with all the characters only using rockets. But uh, I just got hella, hella Fortnite vibes, which I wasn't really a fan of. Uh, just, I don't know, just the, especially the art style. You kind of got the impression they felt like they really needed to have some resemblance to Fortnite to even like make something or have some credibility, I guess. But I would have liked if that game was more unique and I guess, yeah, just unique. It just feels like uh, initially looking at it from trailers and stuff like uh, just trying to be like Fortnite. But I mean, it's like I know it's not, but I mean, like a lot of people is, are going to put it under that umbrella. But at least it is free to play. Uh, and it also is going to be multi-platforming, of course, multi-platform, but cross-platform. So pretty cool. And of course, I mean, probably the biggest announcement, <laughs> though. And one more thing, <laughs> Skate 4 which is uh the <laughs> pretty much the urban myth legend at this point at least almost i wouldn't say almost that's that's saying that's the great in half-life 3 but pretty close to uh half-life 3 at least at the time before then Shenmue 3 that came to be so Pretty much the original uh, developers of Skate 4 announced that they are um, working on Skate 4. They didn't say Skate 4 specifically, but I mean, it's safe to assume that it's going to be Skate 4. And uh, it apparently is very early, so they haven't necessarily, you know, we didn't get a full trailer or anything. But I mean, this was probably enough, especially for a lot of people all the years of skate four memes bring skate four back uh skate skate four bring my dad back if if skate four is here i'll i'll be rid of cancer <laughs> i won't die of cancer if skate four is here uh if you guys <laughs> oh that meme is funny though it really is <laughs> i won't die of cancer if you make skate four that's uh it's like uh well fuck Got it. We got to do it now. There's no other choice. This this guy, this his life is in our hands. We have to develop this game. <laughs> and especially um, considering way back, there was something about, I think, what was it? I think one of the original devs were approached regarding the, uh, the skate mobile game or something like that. And then the guy was telling the uh, the guy that I think reached out to him like, no, that is a dumbass idea. Don't fucking do that or whatever. And then just like, <laughs> just no, don't do that. Please stop. Stop what you're doing. Don't do it. Turn around in the other direction, which is not me. So. But I guess, uh, yeah, outside of that, I was pretty much it. Um, one thing I really did appreciate, at least for people that aren't really into sports, they did like a really brief montage of pretty much all the sports games. Didn't really dive, delve into like, oh man, these, uh, so in Madden 2021, 
we've improved the sweat physics to an unknown, unrenowned even level of pure, poor, poor, poor engine reality. So our poor engine is going to be the most in-depth sweat engine, <laughs> stuff like that. So um, I appreciate that. I really hope. Um, yeah, because I mean, it's not much you can really show in a sports game unless it's really significant. But I think now in terms of our generation, uh, at least especially going into the next generation, it's going to be really hard to decipher between um, between different generations in terms of seeing that notable jumping like graphical fidelity and, you know, um, little tweaks here and there. So good on EA for that as well. Um, yeah, outside of that pretty good, solid showing overall, we didn't get, unfortunately we didn't get, uh, you know, no, uh, burnout before would have been great, but we didn't, didn't get any, um, what else? Didn't get any EA big representation, you know, didn't get no NBA street volume four. Didn't get no dev jam fight for Atlanta fight for Miami. You know, it would have been cool, but you know, I guess EA don't love us like that. You know, just blocking a blessings apparently. So it's a shame, especially Considering, uh, I guess somewhat not necessarily rumors, but weird specific gauging of interest, um, from EA's site or Twitter a while back, this might've been like, as far as a year ago, where I think the official EA Twitter was tweeting, like, what would you like to see? You want to see, uh, what, what, what famous hip hop rappers, would y'all want to see, yo, you want to see, um, Want to see Big Pun uh, beat the shit out of uh, Fat Joe? Uh, here you go. Do um, you want to go to want to go to Miami or and you know all the Miami rap artists duke it out? Where do you want to see Def Jam Vendetta fight next? You know that <laughs> weird sub like officer, police officers trying to be cool with the kids type vibe, I guess. But, um, yeah, I'm curious where that, what they, obviously it's, it's hard to, you know, kind of ignore that they're trying to like get some interest and see how many people want to play Def Jam or at least get a port or remake, but man, know how much of a nightmare that's going to be from a licensing standpoint, where all that lies in terms of the specific characters and artists, uh, maybe artists that are no longer with their label, no longer associated with the label in general, change labels to a whole different label. That's not with Def Jam technically, I guess, even though that's still a whole nother bag. Cause it's like these, there's different labels, but I think they're kind of like for some artists, sub labels of a main label and yeah, just just even thinking about it, trying to trying to compartmentalize that whole thing is just 
a pain in of itself and probably a safe indication that, yeah, I don't think, I mean, never say never though. Never say never though. So, but NBA street, man, come on. Like, okay. They definitely dropped the ball with NBA street volume three and NBA street home court. I didn't play home court too much. I actually kind of want to play, play that to kind of get a better idea of it, but I doubt it's, it's not as a uh, graced and, uh, you know, coveted as NBA street volume two, but you know, I digress. Um, I was a big fan of NFL street. I don't think that was as popular as, uh, you know, a lot of people wanted, but I don't know, man, just love me some arcadey stuff. Not a big fan of the simulator vibe for games. Um, depending some, some, some things are easy to get into than others, but, uh, just give me anything with a big arcadey twist to it. I'll at least try it out. Maybe fall in love with it, but it's a shame. Maybe there's next year. Maybe we'll get NBA street volume four. Def Jam fight for Atlanta. I feel like that's that's the maybe the logical next one. Especially with a lot of hip hop rap artists are definitely based in Atlanta. I mean <laughs> in reality TV shows. I mean, you know, that's 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 money there. So I mean I feel like at some point it's gotta be Yeah, that I feel like that's the logical next one. Def Jam fight for Atlanta or you know Def Def Jam, Georgia, Georgia Flats. That that just does not ring at all. Def Jam, Georgia, Georgia. Something like that. I mean, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm giving you this free advice. I mean, you could pay me whenever you want, but just saying you could do that. It's not too late. It's not too late, EA. Just saying, let's do it. Just do it. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much all EA. Um, pretty decent showing. I mean, obviously, Skate Four. It's definitely it's probably what saved their whole showing, if anything. So, um, yeah. Next topic, uh, of course, the greatness, uh genital simulator um ball physics cyberpunk 2077 um we're going to have to hold those uh <laughs> hold our our questionable genitals for a longer longer time so originally the game is set to release well, I think, man, it was how many times has Cyberpunk been delayed so far? So I think it was planned to come out in April. April got moved to September 17th. And now um, they are pushing back the date to November 19th. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it's understandable. Uh, at least go a corner statement. I think it's safe to, yeah, I'll go ahead and just read it all. Um, 
<laughs> I'm gonna try to <laughs> let me put my let me put my uh my uh, game show, not game show, but game presentation, uh, console presentation voice in there, make it more interesting. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I can't, <laughs> I want to laugh so bad, I really do. We have decided. I gotta start it with guys. We have decided to move the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 from September 17th to November 19th. Those of you who are familiar with the way we make games know that we won't ship something which is not ready. Ready when it's done. It's not just a phrase we say because it sounds right. It's something we live by, even when we know we'll take the heat for it. At the same time, we are fully aware that making such a decision costs us your trust and trading trust for additional time is one of the hardest decisions a game developer can make. And despite we think it's the right decision for the game, we'd still like to apologize for making your wait longer. Our intention is to make Cyberpunk 2077 something that will stay with you for years to come. In the end, we hope you understand why we did what we did. At the time we are writing these words, Cyberpunk 2077 is finished both content and gameplay wise. The quest, cutscenes, the skills, and items. All adventures Night City has to offer, it's all there. But with such an abundance of content and complex systems interweaving with each other, we need to properly go through everything, balance game mechanics, and fix a lot of bugs. A world, a huge world at that, means a huge number of things to iron out and we will spend the additional time doing exactly that. This week, journalists from all over the world are starting to independently play the game. We are eager, quite stressed to hear their opinions, as well as see your reactions when they publish their previews right after we air Night City Wire on the 25th of June. We hope this will satisfy some of your hunger for the game as we work to polish it for the November launch. Thank you. Um, pretty legitimate, uh, explanation though. I have to give them that. Um, especially considering like, it's like dangerously close to next gen anyway. So it's like they might as well just wait for the next gen console since ultimately that's what people ideally are going to want to play it on anyway. And it'll just be that weird, I mean, it'll, it'll kind of be cool to see the drastic differences between the versions, but I mean, you could, we could just watch a digital foundry video anyway, but, um, it, it, I understand it, it at least specifically in this, at uh, this area that like, you know, they drop it in September. We're just playing it on Xbox PS4. I mean, I, anyway, I would probably get this for PC anyway. This just feels like a PC game to me. So 
personally, I would give her the PC, but I mean, for people that don't have that option, yeah, just, it's just a weird, weird proposition to be put in just playing a game like this. So yeah, in this case, I get it. If they, if they keep pushing it back past November, then I would be a little weird, but I mean, they claim they said the, the whole game is done. Cutscenes, the quests, skills, items, all they're doing right now. seems like they're just polishing. So, I mean, that's cool. And then I think on top of that, they said like the complete overhaul of the, uh, tweaking and, and, um, like patch for the next gen consoles would be kind of a little bit underway after that too. So I think there's going to be a slight bump, but maybe not a big one until after, you know, some time has passed and they like iron some stuff out. So I'm for it. I am for it. I really am. I really am. So, and that pretty much was all of the news for this week. Wasn't, uh, was not really notable, you know, it's not really notable. Like I said, um, yeah, I guess there's some, some weirdness about the last was part two, but uh, I guess it gets into spoiler territory, which thank God I've been very, uh, I've dodged the spoilers. So I just have to wait till tomorrow. Um, so yeah, so, uh, actually a good segue for that. <laughs> actually, in terms of let's get into what I've been up to playing game wise. Um, I have been playing the last of us original or the last of us remastered for PS4. Um, that's been fun, man. Uh, try playing on grounded mode. I beat it on the hardest mode before that since a uh, grounded mode came out after after realistic or survival. I think survival was technically the hardest at the time, but uh, after they dropped the DLC, I think with the left behind, it's called left behind, right? Yeah. Behind the left behind DLC, it added additional ground mode, which is even harder than realism. Uh, been trying to go through that, but I'm like, I was like, yeah, I, I could probably do this before the, the second one comes out. No, I'm getting killed left and right. I know it'll probably be a point if I got into the groove of it, I would have probably got, got into it and clicked, but just knowing how long the game is in of its own, not even considering like having to play the game over again, but then freaking, you know, trial and error die multiple times at particular segments even multiple segments consistently just prize was not gonna happen so i was like you know what i i became the bigger man realized you know what hey this is not gonna work i was trying to you know get real hyped up for last was part two get a get the final hard play throughout the way and you know be about it but just didn't work out you know Sometimes you just have to just have to come to that conclusion, be honest with yourself and just, you know, accept it and, and move, which is what I did. Uh, but actually I just, 
uh, since I haven't played the multiplayer that much, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and play some of the multiplayer because I haven't played it. And I remember it's like every time I played it, I loved it. But for some reason, I never got back to it. I was like, you know what? Let's change that. And I so I'm so, 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 so glad I did because, man, like I was talking about on Twitter. Multiplayer is so underrated, man. That does not get as much as much love and attention as it should, I think, Um, because, man, just just the creativity and just the the awesome implementation of the single player mechanics uh, being placed into like a multiplayer context is pretty damn awesome. And so, yeah, I highly recommend it, especially, I don't know, maybe if it's because of people in my same boat that are like excited for part two coming out and playing uh, part one, uh, in anticipation and playing multiplayer, but uh, man, <laughs> there's some straight veterans in that game. <laughs> but I'm 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 proud of myself. I did kind of I hold held my own for the most part. I'm like I'm like level one fighting like level nine nine nines. I'm like all right, <laughs> this might not be this might not be fun. And then I think the game has some very suggestive uh, pay to pay to pay to win stuff going on with some of the uh, perks and um, weapons you can buy. I'm not sure if they didn't seem overpowered. I didn't notice myself like getting outright killed based off the weapons themselves and perks. It just felt like legitimately, like as a team collectively, um, maybe we weren't gelling. And that's the reason why I, um, you know, got killed since, you know, the game is definitely, uh, definitely emphasizes teamwork and cooperation and stuff like that. So yeah, man, pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah. I may play some more and play some more may play some more. Um, after that of course, modern warfare, I mean, do I even, I even gotta have you guess, but, um, yeah, so season four came out this past Tuesday. Played a little bit of it. Um, digging it so far, having unlocked any of the new weapons. I know they're normally at the like, what, 20, 15, 30, 15 and 30 mark in terms of your battle class. So still got some grinding to do. Been playing Warzone with the fellas. Um, that's been great. It's been good. Always. Modern Warfare is like comfort now. You just play it just to be, uh, you want to, you're trying to feel cozy at night, you know? It's that game. It's established it. I guess <laughs> if we're speaking about that, kind of falling in the same boat actually is Animal Crossing. So I've actually been playing this game, uh, pretty significantly. Uh, yeah, since last time. Um, yeah, this game came out of nowhere actually for me in terms of I didn't think I would play it that much but I'm actually am fairly engaged um and I think one thing I do like about the game is that it's very it doesn't demand too much of your time which I like and you also are meant to play it on a daily basis which is I don't think I've ever played a game like that before 
since this is technically my first Animal Crossing I, I've ever played, but I do like the kind of like, you know, you complete your objective for the day and then you just log out and play something else. So it's kind of like, I guess it feels like a palate cleanser at times and then just maybe a sense of familiarity, being able to play the game, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. Just some, this game just has some weird, unique appeal that just keeps me wanting to play. It really does. So I totally understand the, the, you know, fandom and fervor of the game now. At least I was somebody on the outside looking in, you know, when it initially came out, everybody posting houses and, you know, hey, I got I got this. You got that. Anybody got some turnips? I'm like, what are y'all talking about? I don't get it. I don't get it. I want to get it, but I don't get it. I'm a little frustrated. I don't get it, but I do want to get it. So eventually. I now got it. <laughs> so um, and I guess maybe to help explain the game for people that might be in the same boat, at least outside looking in. It's um it's interesting how they how they how they fragment it or lay it out. Uh cause like, you know, me personally, I don't find myself really liking games that are very loose in structure that don't have any structure at all like like very creative games like that's one reason why minecraft never really appealed to me because i don't i guess i don't see myself as a person that i don't know just want to genuinely create something that's like meaningful and like substantial that i'm just a person that likes purpose in terms of doing something like what's my goal what's my end goal what is something that i I need to look forward to or need to strive for to work towards that. And uh, yeah, I just never really games where it's more free form, like uh, you can do anything you want. It just kind of always kills it for me. I'm like, I guess I'll build this and I'm done. I don't, I don't know, I guess. Okay. So I really like the balance that animal crossing plays in that way it's it it feels like the best of both worlds where you kind of get a little bit of freedom to be creative but at the same time there is somewhat of a set amount of objectives that essentially make you feel like you're progressing in the game if that makes sense technically you could like not you could ignore it if you want but you gain a lot more from doing those specific objectives in the game. So like, for example, it feels like the underlying objective in the game is to fully realize your Island, uh, invite a lot more people to your Island in terms of living habitats and stuff. And just overall, just, just grow your, your village altogether. Um, and to do that, you do very particular things like, you need to what was one specific one where I was uh ultimately ended up building a museum by getting various bugs and fish and whatnot. After doing that, giving all the bugs to the person, we eventually grew a museum. Um and now 
I any fish or bugs I get, I can donate to him and he'll put in his museum to display. Um, just stuff like that, you know, just 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 pretty much pretty straightforward objectives to do and feel like you're progressing in the game, which I've definitely felt so far. And yeah, just the daily, the daily, um, aspect of the game of like just logging into the game every day, just to see what's new, see what's, what's, uh, what's going to happen today. What what you got for me, Tom Nook, what you, what you going to make me do. I got to save somebody from this, this damn, uh, it's a damn gutter, whatever. I don't know. I'm just, I'm making up something at this point, but yeah, just overall the, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm really liking just the relaxing vibe. I think this is, uh, one of the most relaxing games I've played in a long time where, you know, the game is just there to just wind down and kind of like be more methodical than, you know, stressed out, which I mean, of course the game has this somewhat stress points here and there with the damn bees and, and whatnot. If you don't know how to, you know, counter them, stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm very much enjoying animal crossing. I am an animal crossing believer. Now I don't know the fan word fan term for animal crossing fan, but I am definitely understand the hype, uh, understand the joy. Um, and I understand why people post post their progress and stuff because it's it's great. It's it's a great feeling, uh, you know, just just growing, growing your your village from something that was very small and just you and a couple people to just seeing the growth. It's just something so something that just resonates with me about that. I guess I don't know. I guess maybe because it's kind of representative of real life to an extent like you know it's kind of like <laughs> you're living out your life in a game which is wow that's it's kind of deep when i think about it that way but i mean essentially that's what that game is so for somebody that's totally never played an animal crossing game before totally uh, enjoying my time with it uh definitely plan to keep playing oh uh, yeah i don't i've i've heard a lot of people um, time skipping, which is basically, you know, um, given how the game is structured, it is structured where, you know, you do a set amount of objectives or whatever in a day, and then pretty much you log off and then, you know, log back in the next day. Pretty much the game is intended to be played throughout like years, months, months and years or whatever. So people will time skip to take advantage of that, you know, to basically, you know, if they want to get some done right away or get some certain things out of the way, uh, which you, you know, you can do that legitimately. Um, and I don't think there's any repercussions of that, but I don't know. I just, part of me just feels like just playing the game naturally. I'm, I'm like liking the pace and especially the fact that the game doesn't feel like it's demanding too much of my time. It's like, I don't feel as, I don't feel as, um, what's the word? I don't feel as, uh, intimidated by the game time, I guess, because it doesn't really feel like that. 
It doesn't feel like there's a consi- a, a straight plot or story, direct plot or story I'm trying to resolve. It just feels like a day-to-day like game, which is weird. It's very interesting. Now, the more I'm thinking about it, it's like, it's really making me look at games differently more than what I've, I have so far, which is pretty cool. I feel like I'm, I'm broadening my palette in game tastes. I might as well put my pinky up because I'm, I'm above all you gaming peasants that don't know any better. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Not that I'll trust, trust. I do appreciate just the, how much this game is kind of opening my mind to, I don't know, different formats of games. But I mean, I, at the same time, I can't really say that because I've always generally given a game a uh, benefit of the doubt, or at least tried it if I'm interested enough. So, but yeah, that's my whole dissertation of it, of Animal Crossing uh, in its comparison to real life. Uh, thanks for coming to my test. <laughs> thanks for coming to my TED talk. All right. Um, yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much all I've been up to. Uh, play a little bit of Valorant. Uh, not a, it's not a beta. I've been uh, trying to play a little bit of that. Um, get my ass whooped, you know, but it's okay. I only play like three matches, you know, uh, Michael Jordan didn't become the man that he is by, you know, just shooting three jump shots and not making them right. So, you know, eventually the next, next nade shot, you know, it's only a matter of time. I may have passed my prime for a game and being a gaming professional, but Hey, Barriers are made to be broken. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and other things I've been at least watching. Uh, black, <laughs> black as fuck. Black AF on uh, Netflix. I finally finished that. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, pretty solid, pretty solid show. I think it's definitely very interesting um, for people, ah, uh, I, it's hard. I mean, I think it's, you could really put it essentially in the same, same boat as, um, blackish, really blackish, mixedish, youngish. I think that's the whole ish trilogy, but, um, yeah, you really can. Cause I think it is just a great satirical I don't know if I want to say satirical. I think that's too strong, but a great look at what it's like to be successful in our society as a black person, which, you know, obviously we see the negative stereotype of black people, especially in television media, but we never really see the positive side of, you know, ah, the tr- trials and tribulations of, black people that are uh, wealthy and how they deal with those issues where there's those unique types of, uh, you know, trials and tribulations and, you know, interesting dynamics and stuff, Um, which, yeah, I think the show definitely um, hit on a lot of those 
uh, specifically. So, yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's pretty quick season. Um, I think it was like seven, six, seven episodes in total, maybe eight. No, I think it was like six or seven episodes. So pretty good watch. I think each episode is like, I think they vary drastically. I think they range from like 20, 20 to an hour, depending on the episode, but you know, Hey, but yeah, pretty good show. I have to say I, I enjoyed enjoyed it um outside of that i think that's pretty much it yeah pretty uneventful week i mean after it's hard to follow up with the playstation 5 (laughs) announcement the announcement everybody's been waiting over um there's also been rumors. I don't really want to talk about it too much because it's not concrete, but um, there have been rumors that the price is leaked. I uh, talked about on Twitter a little bit that um, at least the disc edition, I guess standard edition, I don't even know what they call the, I guess standard edition for PS5 is 500 or 499 and the digital edition is uh three ninety nine or four hundred. So honestly that makes a lot of sense in terms of if they want to be realistic in their price point in order to get to the most people um sales wise, even though we know the this thing is gonna sell out kinda regardless considering the depending on the supply anyway. But um yeah very curious to see if that rumor does pan out but don't really want to, I guess, boast it as a talking point on the show since it's not really concrete, but just some little pipeline we heard. Hopefully, don't pre orders come out soon so we can uh, kind of lock in our uh, our investments, you know, um, our savings for our kids, <laughs> our savings for, for, for our kids' college has to. Has to, has to be on the back burner. It's just some more important things right now. So, um, yeah. So outside of that, guys, do some do a little quick housekeeping. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms, wherever that is, uh, feel free to like, rate, or subscribe. Um, any feedback, good or bad, is always appreciated. Um. Yeah, if you want to watch this show being recorded live, uh, talk bullshit, say I ain't shit, um, feel free to catch me on Twitch TV slash A Switch, where I do stream this live generally, ideally, at like 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, can also catch the archive of the show and any other stuff I do make uh, archives of when I do stream on Twitch, which I do every now and then not as much now, but uh, every, every time when I feel like it um, on tw- mm, youtube.com slash a switch. Um, what else? Have any questions you like to submit to the show? Feel free to submit them at a switch TV 
at gmail.com. I had to had to had to had to go into memory banks for that. Um Yeah. Outside of that guys, I think that does it. Um Yeah. Um until next time guys, uh Black Lives Matter. Uh don't cough. Get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.